Hello and welcome to your favorite Not Safe for Work podcast. Welcome back in, coworkers. I am RJ and this is Roxanne. And we are here at this shit show again to talk more things. Um, if you're watching us on YouTube, go ahead and hit the subscribe button, leave a comment and a review. We would greatly appreciate it. It helps us out in the long run. If you're listening to us on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts, go ahead and like, leave a review. We greatly appreciate your support in advance. And now let's get on with the show. So, how are you doing today, friend? I was doing great. <laughs> <laughs> Life throws things at you, but, you know. I want to apologize right off the bat. While you were giving, while you were doing the intro, I flicked them off. I don't know why I pointed the finger at them. Um, okay. People, I mean, that's, For the people who were are listening and not watching, they don't, don't know, they didn't even know but, that that happened. Um, but I did do that to you guys, and I want to apologize. It was an impulse. Just tasteful? Yeah. Okay. That's fair. It was mean. You've had a long day, friend. It's you've you've had a long day, and I get it. Yeah, a lot of ups and downs. So. Yeah. Which is which is you know sometimes bad, sometimes more draining than just a bad day, because the emotions are just it's just everywhere, right? It's just, just it's draining. Yeah. So, bear with me. I feel you. If anybody feels you, my nigga. <laughs> I feel you. <laughs> Do you know Bo Hagen's phone call? Who? Bo Hagen's phone call. Does that mean anything to you? No. Oh, okay. Absolutely nothing. I should play it for you so you can understand why that was so funny. Just <laughs> it's from a one of Lil John's like one of those crunk mixtapes. Oh god. And there's a phone call with these two guys talking, and one of them is trying to get off the phone, and the other one just keeps talking over and over again. And at one point. He goes, um, nigga, if any nigga feel you in the world, nigga, I feel you. But nigga, I'ma holla at you in a minute. All right. I'ma holla at you probably tomorrow or some shit. Bro, that is exactly me and little one's conversations every time. Cause she refuses to let me get off the phone. <laughs> and she does the thing, you know how like when you was leaving church and your parents be like, All right, bye now. And then they started the conversation with somebody else. Yeah. She do so like we'll be like, I'll be like, all right, babe. Well, I'm tired. I'm finna go lay down. Okay, I love you. I love you too. Oh yeah, that it and nothing makes like okay, so like I have a thing with like certain things are ritualistic. So I know that after a goodbye comes, we're now ending the conversation. I get to go and be by myself now. That is not what be happening after I say goodbye because you want to start a whole other conversation and the tism be tisming. And it makes me want to crawl out of my skin because why are we starting another conversation? We just did the ritual that says that the conversation right. is supposed this to is be what over. Comes next. Yeah, but you're not allowing me to do that, and you're keeping me on the phone. And now I feel like I'm held hostage because I don't know when. Because now I also don't know when the conversation is going to end. Not because you're not trapped. consistent. You've lied to me twice. Mm. <laughs> you've you've started you started the goodbye ritual three different times, and each time you haven't said goodbye or let me get off the phone. You ain't got a black mama. I do got a black I mom. feel like you should be used to this thing. No, because my mama says goodbye and then we get off the phone. Yeah, but just like you said, like when you're leaving somewhere, you got to say but bye in the it. house, then bye at the but front door, also then to bye different in the people. driveway. A lot of times you're saying goodbye to different people. I'm not saying that's also like I made a I made a conscious decision as an adult. As an adult, I am not doing that, yeah. bro. Like if we if we said goodbye in the house, we said goodbye in the house. I'm not going to do this with you all day. I have things 
that I want to go do and saying 50 million, 50, 11 goodbyes is not one of them things. So I'm good. Yeah. We can just not. I get it. Do you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't like to linger either. I'm not a lingerer. I linger sometimes in relationships, but that's a whole other conversation. Oh, brother. And I've talked to my therapist about that. So we're, yeah, we're good. Um, so we don't really have a catch up because we shot yesterday. We recorded yesterday. So there's so there's no new updates. However, there were some things that I saw on social media, the dumpster fire that is social media, and I was like, these would be interesting things to talk about with Roxanne. Let's talk about them with the homie. And so we have a few things. Okay. Um one of the things I want to start off with, I saw uh I saw t- two porn topics in one day. Wow. Oh, sorry. Two, that, that came off wrong. So there was two different things from two different porn stars that made me be like, Burp. one was, and we're just going to, we're just going to go here quickly with, with the first one. And then we're going to move on because okay. we, there's not a whole lot to address. One uh, was Mia Khalifa, who is a porn star. And I believe she's Iranian or Iranian. Um, and she was talking about how she at one point tried to put porn behind her and go work a corporate job, but it was difficult for her because people would be like, You're, I know you. you don't I? You, and they would like, and so they would make her uncomfortable. And all the, and when I went to the comment section, it was a bunch of men who looked like they live in their mother's basements and were saying to her, You got to live with the consequences of your actions, like some form of that. And I just want to be like, Y'all attempting to lower this sex worker's self-esteem will not make her more likely to date you. Because I feel like that's that's essentially what you're doing. You're trying to be like, oh, you don't really have that much value. And so because you don't have that much value, you can come be over here with me who also doesn't have any fucking value. And that's not going to work. Also, just because she worked in porn, works in porn, worked in porn, is currently working, whatever, doesn't mean... That she's not entitled to be able to exist without people making her feel uncomfortable, especially in a work environment, in a professional environment where she should be able to work, do what she got to do and go to fuck home. But y'all motherfuckers want to be weird. So that was the first thing. And we can just skip right on through that because I'm assuming you didn't have anything to add. Or do you? Not anything productive. Something funny? No. Something that'll get you canceled? Maybe. Okay, so we're going to move right <laughs> on. Um, we already talked about, if we're, we're going to get canceled, now is the time. Yeah. No. Maybe not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe not. Um, and the other thing was, do you know who Adam 22 is? From, uh, is it, there's a, uh, yeah. I mean, I know of. Him. He's on the No Jumper podcast. No Jumper. That's, I, I kept wanting to say Jump Shot, but yes, No Jumper. So, host of the No Jumper podcast, and he also is a porn star. But like, I did not know that he, him, and his wife have been together for six years, and they shoot content together. Okay. On OnlyFans, he's married to I believe her name is Lena the Plug. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't know how she got that name. But with us, we don't need an, etym- an etymology on like how she got her name. But basically, he was saying that they've been together for seven years and they've been shooting porn together for seven years. And they like, she'll be with the girls 
And he'll also be with the same girl. So they'll do like threesomes or she'll do like solo scenes or like scenes with the girls. And so this weekend, I guess, was the first time. Excuse me. This weekend was the first time that she in seven years had been with a different guy. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I had to like wrap my mind around it. And I was like, you selfish. Was, this woman done getting you umpteenth threesomes. Mm-hmm. And she want to go be with one other penis, and you like, I, you got to fix your whole. You get, you're having an existential crisis over one penis. She lets you do whatever you want for seven years, bro. Like, what are we, what are we talking about? That is not surprising at all because men look at women as property. She like this is my property, and I can do whatever I want with my property, and whoever else's property. But my property, going out and doing stuff with other people, why? So for me it's 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 this simple. As fun as it is to be like I say things to little one like you belong to me. Mm-hmm. I own you. And that is fun and it is cute and it is a good thing for playtime. I don't mean that. I mean that specifically in the context of sexually and and specifically in the con in the confines of we are having playtime right now. Right. I don't believe that in every situation because she is an autonomous person that has mind, will, and emotions and can do whatever she wants to do. She does not belong to me. I am a choice that she is making. She is a choice that I am making. Mm-hmm. People who believe that because you're in a romantic relationship with somebody, you own them are weird. And y'all set yourselves up to be in abusive situations or to be abusers. Yeah. It's really weird. And I wish people would stop doing it or people would like gain the context of this is this is a thing that we do for playtime. This is not a thing that we do in in real life or that we carry over into a bunch of other aspects of our life. Unless we have set up our lives like that and we have both consented to it, because if not, what are we doing? Yeah. And I was just about to say communication is just so important because whatever it is that you're looking for. There's somebody else who's okay with that. So Mm -hmm. if you want to be in a relationship, if you are a guy and you want to be in a relationship with a woman where you are allowed to sleep with other women women, and she does not get to sleep with other men, you just need to say that from the jump. But men don't, people don't want to do that because there's a good chance that the person who you're looking at and that you think that you want isn't going to be aligned with that. So you just leave it out. And then that's how you end up with issues down the line. Well, I think a lot of, men don't want to because they are afraid of inadequacy and they're not comfortable talking about their inadequacies. And the thing is you assume that if you allow, because women, we talked about this on the last episode, women don't cheat down. They cheat up. Y'all upgrade. So like if you go get a dude, even with, even if you're with me, the assumption is that you're going to try to go find a dude that is better than me in some way, shape or form. And that is, it's at most men's insecurities. The problem with me is, um, so as much as I feel like it is hard for me to attract women, I'm not really good at flirting. Like I've, I have all these like negative thoughts about myself. Once I'm in a relationship with you, I believe I got you. Mm-hmm. And it is my job to maintain the fact that I got you. So like y- you choosing me allows me to believe that I am him. So if I'm him, I don't got to worry about what this next man is doing and how they doing it because I know who she's coming home to. 
I also have an understanding of like what I bring to the table. And if you fuck this up, I'm gonna go find somebody else because I am I am I am worthy of I am worthy of and I am enough. Yeah. So when you have that understanding, it's very easy for me to go, all right, cool, like go do what you want to do. Have fun. These are the rule these are the rules. These are these are my boundaries. Let's abide within them. And if we can't, then let's have a conversation about how we need to separate. But because people don't look at it like that, because everyone's trying to like go all around the world and try to find these, try to find ways to sneak and get what they need and what they want and try to have their needs met without actually like allowing people to do what it is to have their needs met. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's pointless. Absolutely pointless. And people, the communication is the biggest thing for me. Just say what you want and give people the chance to decide if that's what they want to deal with or not. If that aligns with what they want or not. Give people a chance. Yeah. A lot of people don't just don't want to do that. You assume that the answer is going to be no. So you just don't ask. And now you're doing shit that you're not supposed to be doing. Speaking of shit you're not supposed to be doing, do you have any, like, immediate deal breakers? Like, some shit. Like, there's only a few things that I have that will be like, ooh, no. I'm sure I do. At this point in my life, one of them is niggas who want kids. That's fair. For For me, it's if you can't manage finances. If you can't manage your own finances by yourself, like if you don't know how to budget and like live within your means, that is a massive red flag to me because what I don't want is to be in a situation where I'm being financially abused and by financially abused, I don't mean like, so there's a type of financial abuse where, where you have a partner and your partner goes out and spends a whole bunch of money. And then you end up being the person who is like trying to recover from all that and now saving and making sure that we're on track. And then they go do the same thing over again. It becomes a cycle. I'm not going to be in that situation. I refuse to like, or to like do things where I spread myself too thin or like, I can't afford like what's no, I am, I am good living below my means and doing the things that I have to do and making sure all my bills get paid and we can have fun. But I'm not I'm not out here just going to be out here just doing shit willy-nilly because yeah. I'm not at that place. Right. Yeah, and I'm really good with money. So I it it I, someone who lives outside of their means, no, yeah, that's a deal breaker. I cannot do that. But someone who just doesn't, like, who's who's on their own and they're managing, but they don't necessarily manage their money the best is not really a deal breaker for me so so like i'm not saying you are living paycheck to paycheck and like i won't date you what i'm saying is you're living paycheck to paycheck and not making ends meet Mm -hmm. when you have the ability to yes because you make poor this yes because you have you have poor financial decisions because you want to go out and drink and smoke hookah five nights a week and go and eat out five times a week and go and do all these things over here all the time and, and just running up credit card bills. What are you, what, are, what's happening? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's because not me. only does that show poor financial decision-making, but also or discipline. Yeah. And you have some weird FOMO. 
Like, why you can't sit down? You don't have to be outside every weekend. One of the... So, full disclosure, me and little one are probably going to move in together within, like, the next six months or so. Mm-hmm. She's on a contract, and she's not currently in the city, but she's coming back. And when she comes back, we're talking about moving in together. One of the things that we've talked about is finances and what that looks like. Little one don't do budgets, but little one makes like good money. What? But so one of the things that I did was like we sat down and we talked about, hey, do you want me to help you figure out a budget? I can help you figure out a budget. It's as simple as like, what are we? What are all our expenses? How much money do we make? Like we and we sat down and we talked about those things. We also talked about how much money do we want to save in putting towards moving in together Mm -hmm. because moving in together is going to be expensive because you have to have movers to move all of the things. She's going to want new furniture because I'm sure she doesn't want to bring a lot of my furniture because I told her, like, we can decorate however you want to decorate. We're just going to have a room that is my room and don't touch nothing in my room. Leave my room alone. But the rest of the house, rest of the apartment, rest of the wherever, you got it, shawty. Yeah. Do your thing. Well, yeah, budgeting is a is a huge thing for me. I don't do that's that's one of my massive red flags. I feel like I budget, but not so much. I, you have an actual like like I have a spreadsheet. No, and my ex husband was a CPA, lives for Excel, loves making spreadsheets yep. and shit like that. But that doesn't that does not work for me. I have a very specific way that I manage my money and pay my bills that I have actually like given to other people and it, it to see and I'm like you know I'll just tell them what I do what do you and they do tr- so I get paid I don't get paid every two weeks I get paid on the first and the 15th okay so when I get paid on the first that morning I get up I have all of my bills in my calendar on my phone like all, you know everything on its date that's due when I get paid on the first everything that is due from the first to the 15th I pay it right then and there on the first. Yeah. And I do the same thing on the 15th. And in my opinion, people who have issues saving is usually because when they're making their budgets or when they're planning things out, they say, I'm going to save this much money every check. That does not work for me. No, I can't do that. you need to like whatever is, I will go out of what I have left over, I'm going to save this much money. Um. Well, I don't even do that. What I do is, so I've paid all my bills that are due from the first to the 15th. Mm-hmm. And then I give myself an allowance. I, do I need $300 to last me for whatever's going to come up between now and the 15th or whatever. And I usually, depending on how much it is, there are some times where I know I have certain things coming up, so I might give myself a little bit more or whatever. But for me, no matter what is left over, that's just what I put. I have more bills due on from the 15th to the 30th than I do from the 1st to the 15th. So how much I have left to put in my savings account from the 1st to the 15th is more than what I have at the end of the month. But that's okay. I don't feel pressured by a number. I don't feel pressured to put $400 in my savings account every time I get paid or 200 whatever it is. Yeah. Whatever I have left. But I'm also not saving for anything in particular. Okay. I'm just putting money away. Um, but that's what works for me because it, I don't feel so pressured to have to have a certain dollar amount and then um, I also force myself to live paycheck to paycheck. So on the 14th, if I remember, if not, I'll do it the next day. But I usually try to remember on the 14th before I go to bed, whatever money I have left out of my, the allowance that I gave myself, put it in the savings, start all over with my next check. I yep. force myself to live paycheck to paycheck um, just to put the money in savings. So 
that's what works for me. And I I, help, I know I help my sister. I help. I actually gave that same thing to Cheesy Fries um, to help him out too, with the and with a couple of other friends just to, hmm. to. And I just give it to you and just let you know try it and see if it works if it works for you. But that that's what works for me because what used to happen and I know like even with my sister, for instance, she would have a problem. With, oh, and I also have a bills account. That's that's the big thing. I have I had to learn separate bank accounts are very very important. That's the big thing. So I have a bills account, and I, that's probably the most important thing. So it's the it's the first I'm sitting down and I'm paying my bills. I pay. I have my main checking account that my that my uh, that my deposit goes into. Mm-hmm. Every time I pay a bill, I move it into the bills account. And that's where it comes out of. So at the end of the day, or when I'm done with that, I know exactly how much money I have left. There, even the stuff that's on auto pay, because we have a couple of bills that are on auto pay. I'm even if those are going to come out, they don't come out on the first, whatever. They're going to come out on the eighth or whatever. It's already out of my checking account. I know how much money I have. There are no surprises. Nothing is coming out of here. Everything comes out of the bills account, and the money's already moved. And I feel like that is a huge thing because so many times people will forget about a bill or they'll look, they'll they'll just look. They're about to go out to eat. Oh, how much money do I have in my account? So I can see how much I can spend if I'm going to. And, and you're then you not look at it, you're not for... thinking about the stuff that has not come out of your bank account yet. The car, and I don't have a debit card for my bills account. So the only card, the only debit card that I use to swipe when I'm, I know how that is my money that's in there. It's, yeah. It doesn't belong to anybody else. I have like three different bank accounts one of them is for i have bills which is everything so the way it's set up is my job lets me do multiple direct deposits so i get a direct deposit for my allowance account which is where all my fun shit goes i have a direct deposit for the bills account and then i have a direct deposit for savings which is also where all the military money went so yeah so i feel you same difference. We just talked a lot about our finances and I feel like that may have been an overshare, but we're just going to keep on. We're just going to keep on going. If you're still here and you're still with us. Uh, Hopefully you got something you. from that. Yeah, if you're having was... trouble with your finances or stuff, you know, Hopefully we give we can give all kind of tidbits over right. here. So we talked a little bit about finances, which. OK. Finances are important in relationships, but they're also important for setting expectations. So on first dates, I do not spend a whole bunch of money on first dates. I'm not over here trying to be overly impressive, going to spend a whole bunch of money on a first date because I feel like that distracts from the actual point of a first date, which is to get to know someone, to figure out if I want to like continue to interact with you. And so spending a whole bunch of money feels like a distraction to me. So I don't do that. I'm going to take it. We can go to a fairly nice restaurant and we'll go spend some money or we can do something like go to a museum and walk around and talk because I want to I'm I'm on a first date. I am interested in what's going on inside of your head to figure out if we're actually compatible. I don't want to be like super impressive and get like hung up on whatever. My question is. How do you set expectations because we also i think i also sent you the video about that dude who was talking about like he at some point like he was in a relationship and he got a notepad that he could write on in the shower and for two weeks he would leave his girl like notes all in the shower and she's like oh my god i feel so loved and then then he like just stopped and she was like do you even love me anymore (laughs) and he's like bro i did this once for two weeks and now i gotta do it for the rest of my life and i'm like it's the setting of expectations yeah so what is a, do you have a thing that's like someone 
set this expectation with you and now you're like you would you forever need to do this now yeah let's talk about it do we need to we i mean we do you not want to have we not done it enough that nigga call my phone every fucking day and now I expect this is what the fuck I expect from you. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about that specifically, but yeah, sure. Yeah, like that was that was a huge that was the it that was a huge issue. Like this is what I expect now. Especially when I gave I gave an out. Mm-hmm. I asked him to stop. Yeah. And then you chose to not. But because you tried to correct the expectation. Yeah, of, but as far as like first dates. And stuff like that. I don't want to. <laughs> this is going to sound bad coming out. But y'all know me well enough. And if you don't. Oh, well. Whatever. But. I don't. I don't need someone to spend a lot of money on me. Okay. On a first date. But I'm not going to sit in a coffee shop with you. I'm not going for no walk with you. I'm not doing that. Because. Okay. I also want to set the expectation that I need to be taken out. That's fair. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be a lot of money. It doesn't have, but, but I need to set the expectation that on a first day, I might want to dress up or I might, I, I want to go somewhere. I don't want to set the expectation that right, right out the gate, you don't have to put forth any effort. Let's just go for a walk in the park. No. So, does the effort have to be financial? Well, no, I don't care. I don't care about how much money you spend. But there has to be an effort made. Yes. Okay. But you, yes, but it it's going to be money because I, I want to be taken out. Now, how, now where we go, it, that, that doesn't matter. I mean, you can't. Quick side note. One time I had a dude pursue me for a couple of weeks. I finally was like, okay. He was like, let's go get some ice cream. I'm sure this nigga took me to Sonic. That's like that's not even like real ice cream, bro. He can at least take you to like an American cookie where they got like Baskin a cold Robbins, stones, like marble slab, Sonic. So this is what I'm saying by setting expectations. Okay, <laughs> that's I not okay. So, so this is the thing. I feel like sometimes men and women are having, you can't even go in. <laughs> just go sit in the car. <laughs> what are we doing? So I think I I feel so okay. Men and women, I cannot get my words out. I need to slow Take down. Take your time. That's, that's exactly what's happening. Men and women, oftentimes, I feel like are having two very different conversations. And it happened with us just now. Because I was talking about, oh, yeah, so, like, if I'm dealing with um, a girl, I'm not looking to spend a whole bunch of money on a first date. Um, I We can find something to do that is not that expensive because I want to get to know you. And your thought process was he's going to spend some money because I need to know that there is effort being put in because I want to go out. If you're not interested in doing that, then I'm not the girl for you, which is a fine thing to have. I'm okay with that. The problem then becomes, and the reason I asked, does the effort have to be financial? Because I could already hear the comment section going, what you mean? Effort. Like, and I'm going, so the effort, the effort doesn't necessarily have to be financial. The effort doesn't have to be financial. If you can find something to, if you can find something that's free or low cost, or you got to hook up somewhere or something and we can still have a good time, but I can tell that you had to plan something. Let me tell you something. You probably know this because of who you are, but let me give y'all a tip 
it is extremely sexy. If you invite a woman out on a date and y'all pull up to the restaurant and you have a reservation, it seems so small, but that shows us that you, and you can do that shit on open table. You can do it yeah. right there from your phone, but it shows us that this, there was forethought. You thought about this. Let me make sure that we have somewhere to sit when we get in here. Even so, we don't have to worry about wait times. She and got all this heels stuff. on. What did what do I want her sitting around and she got heels on for? It just it it's so if you can do something, it doesn't have to be financial. It, the the dollar amount does not matter to me. I don't even want to know because I'm not looking at the bill. I don't know how much you spent because that's none of my business. Don't put that shit over here because you invited me out. But but I need to see that there is some type of effort made because that is the expectation that I want to set if you plan on having something with me. You have to be able to do things like that. And if you can't, there's no point in us even going forward. That's fair. Yeah. I'm here for it. Makes sense to me. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's see. I think we covered by way of, uh, what's the name? First, oh, yeah. What we're not going to skip past is you saying rubbish to me in a goddamn text message. Because you, you don't say that to me, goddamn. You said rubbish. And I was like, <laughs> first of all, who taught you that word? Because <laughs> Americans don't say rubbish. <laughs> we, we, what we're not going to do is that. I said, hell no. <laughs> and then you said in it after that. I said, <laughs> I said, my nigga, what are we doing? What are we, what are we doing? I'm going to skip town. And I got to start preparing. Oh, you're going to uh, flee the country, go to a shits and gigs live show. And never you know leave. what I'm realizing about podcasting is I listen to podcasts of people I would actually want to be friends with that. I would mm-hmm. actually want to hang out with. Like the reason I like the read is because like they're fun. I feel like I would actually hang out with them. Mm-hmm. Shits and gigs remind me of. Kind of who I was in my like. 20s mm-hmm. and who I could have if I would have stayed in England who I probably would have matured into instead of like who I am now which they're not bad humans or anything like that they're just not where I am now um and like stuff like that or like other things where they're talking about the things I I have to if I'm gonna listen to you for hours week in week out I have to like you as a person yeah or like the things that you're talking about or like you have to make me laugh so yeah it's one of the things I'm realizing yeah, I don't Every, know how I got there. Everything. Oh, because we were talking about uh, you saying rubbish. Don't 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 say rubbish to me no more. I didn't even realize that that was not. I a, have never heard an American say rubbish. There are certain words that like American people don't say. Oh, like okay, that's not my first time using rubbish. Maybe to you. What do you call a waste a waste receptacle? A trash can. Yeah, a trash can. Okay, yeah, they don't call it that. A bin. What do they call it? A bin. A bin. Yeah, throw that in the bin. What are, what do you call these? Sweatpants? What do what do you I don't know what those are. Are they are they jeans? Yeah. Well no, they're not jeans. They're just Are they dress pants? Yeah. Dress pants or slacks. So they would say these are trousers. Trousers is fun. I do use trousers. So trousers But I always use it ironically. I don't ever use it. Or they say, uh if you say pants. Pantaloons. Is is underwear. Or sometimes they oh. say knickers. Yeah. I'm adding that one. Bro, knickers is one of them things. The first time I heard, I said, who the, the fuck, fuck did you, you say? T- like, we could square. And yeah. I was like, it was like, no, 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 no. He means that. I was like, oh. Yeah. All right, bro. Yeah, I do use trousers, but only ironically. Like, if something happens with a pair of pants, 
Can I'm you like, do an English accent? No, I can't do any accents. Okay. The only I'm not gonna do it now because I have to practice it, and that's embarrassing. But the oh, only we're gonna practice, and you're gonna come back at some point. Not no, this I can't. I can't do any accents. The only accent that I can do is an extremely racist Southern white woman. <laughs> We don't want to hear that. <laughs> I can we do live a in Texas. Paula we Dean. hear that like almost every other week. <laughs> I can do a great Paula Dean. <laughs> but that's it. No, I suck at accents. But like if something happens with a pair of pants in some way, I will say his pants, his trousers, his slacks. Now I can add knickers. So knickers, knickers. are knickers are underwear. Oh, and what are pantaloons? Pants are pantaloons. Pants are also underwear. Pantaloons. Also underwear. Oh, underwear. Yeah. So if I say if if so they don't say draws. No, <laughs> not at all. There are a bunch of words that are like that. Like they don't say elevator. They say lift. They say yeah. Yeah. I don't know, bro. Like, well, I mean, yeah, I, I. But yeah, don't say rubbish to me no more. That's that was the moral of the story. We don't don't do that. I say rubbish though. Do you really? Yes. Unironically. I didn't know that was going to trigger so, anything in you. I just say well, rubbish. Also because like I'm like I lived in England for a long time. And so sometimes so certain words like send me like right back there. So my brother will call me and like he'll say something and we start going back and forth in our English accents. Like because so I have one from having been over there for so long um, that I st- like I went to an HBCU and the thing I hate about like being people will add and i got this because when i came to england i had an american accent Mm -hmm. so everybody was like oh say such and such a word say such and such a word and then when i came back to america i had an english accent but it's it wasn't even that i sounded super super english i sounded um I sounded normal to me and english people would still think i sounded american but i had enough of an english accent that all of the Americans are like, nah, bro. Yeah. You sound Explain you that. don't sound like you from here. Like Explain that. Nah. You don't sound like you from nowhere around here. Exactly. So um so yeah, so I still have kind of a British accent. If I drink enough, it it comes out sometimes. Um, off the top of your head, favorite and worst American accent. Worst is Boston. It's gotta be Boston. It's Baltimore for me. That shit sounds like a damn Boston accent sounds like a speech impediment to me. It feels like a disability. I am so sorry. It just it sounds crazy. You know the difference in the southern accents? Not, I can't always hear the difference in the accents, but absolutely the lingo, the way the words that people choose choose to use. I can tell where you're from, but um, and like not necessarily the accents, but I don't know if that's accent or not, but just the. Um, like I had somebody tell me that they could definitely tell I was from Houston and not even because of the regular Houston words that, that everybody can tell, but I was like, Oh, y'all going out tonight. And I said, I, instead of out. And it was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and he so, was from Dallas. So he was yeah, like, yeah, no, he was like, oh, you, so the, so the reason when I started to realize I was picking up a Texas draw, cause I was saying like, I went home. And I just said some shit like because when I, I came here, oh, wait. And so I was talking and, and tired in a hoe, hungry in a hoe, tired in a bitch was was like the things that I learned. And when I started saying that shit, everybody was like, why are 
what what hoe do you know that's tired? What why are you why are you tired as a hoe? I remember watching the Bad Girls Club and Megan James was on there. She's from here. And she on the Bad Girls. This was such a proud moment for me. Cause she's she said, I'm tired in a mug. And I just I just it so made my mug, heart flutter. Tired in a mug. I've heard that. My favorite accents is probably like California, but not like Valley Girl California, like Hood California. It's New Orleans for me, hands down, without a doubt. Oh, I forgot about <laughs> New Orleans. But they don't hit the same because it's different because you're talking about the sexy things that the men will say to you. No, the women, it every all of them. I'm scared of women from New Orleans. I'm gonna I'm I'm tell you right now. That feels. I'm scared of niggas from Florida. <laughs> well, you have a good reason. <laughs> Florida man. <laughs> but um, yeah. New Orleans is my favorite accent, hands down, without a doubt. And I'm so sorry, Baltimore, but I do that's love my I do favorite. love a New Orleans accent. I love a Louisiana accent, but they're like women from there scare me. When I first got to Texas, I, all they told me was, "Hey, don't eat the red gravy." And if you ever if you ever wake up and your drawers is missing, nigga, run. Cause she done buried them joints Run in her backyard. What? She she buried them in. Yeah, their but where where are you gonna go? It's already done. They're gone. Where are you running to? You'll be back. Hell you're I gonna guess. you're gonna run out the front door and be coming like as soon as you open through the front door, you're gonna be coming back through the back door. This is an episode of of. Uh, I'm in I'm in the quiet place. I'm in the I'm in the I'm lost. Like what's happening? Yeah. So. It's crazy. Absolute craziness. Yeah. I don't wanna. Um. So let's see. You watch Black Mirror? I don't because that shit freaks me out. I remember I watched the first season of Black Mirror and was like, yeah, nah. Also, like, all the stories don't go together. They're just individual stories, right? All individual. Yeah, I don't know. They're a bunch of short stories. I might give it another try. We shall see. I did not enjoy. Let me. I did not enjoy this most recent season. Let. I don't want to. I'm trying to figure out exactly how I want to say because I just finished it last night. The first season of Black Mirror was so good that the okay. rest pale in comparison. It's right. not that it was bad, but there was it was it's six episodes. The TV shows are over there are much shorter. The series are much shorter. Have much shorter episodes. I've noticed whenever I do stumble upon a British show, mm-hmm. it's much shorter. But um, yeah, one of the episodes was like. It was just a horror show. Like, it was just, mm-hmm. but that's not Black Mirror. That's not what Black Mirror is. Mm-hmm. So why is this here? That was com- very confusing for me. I, I enjoyed it, but not for what it was supposed to be. Yeah, okay. Um, I do not watch Black Mirror. It's so good. I, will, I will probably attempt to watch Black Mirror. I do. There's one quick thing I want to talk about before I go, before we go into something else, which is, I'm about to probably I'm about to get in women's business, but I need you to like guide me through women's business because I don't be knowing. Is this something I'm gonna know about? Yeah. Okay. So we already talked about how women hit on men in ways that don't require like them to be rejected. They just kind of like throw stuff out there, and if he miss it, he miss it, and there's no like no like whatever. Yeah. I was talking with a coworker, and my coworker said that women will put themselves in the friend zone with men to try to get to him later or 
Like if if her if she knows someone else likes him, and she's kind of friends with that girl, she will then become friends with old boy, so that her girl can't go at old boy. Is this a thing? I've never heard of such a thing. Okay, we can leave that right there then. Yeah. Maybe they'll tell us in the comment section. Who knows? I've never heard of such a thing of becoming friends with a guy. With a guy, am I interested in this guy? Becoming friends with a guy. So that my friend can't date him? Why would me being friends with him stop my friend from dating him? I don't know. I was confused. And why would I want to stop my friend from dating him? And if I like him, then why would I want to be his friend? I'll get clarification and come back. I don't know. Oh, show recommendations. Do you have a show recommendation for me? We talked about this yesterday. You were going to suggest a show that I should watch. You think I should watch Community? How many episodes of Community are we giving me before I like just commit to this? Um, I feel like Community is good right out of. I feel like Community is one of those shows. As soon as you start it, you understand what type of humor it is, and you will know right away if, whether you like it or not. You don't have to know. Like, watch the very first episode, and you can see the type of humor it is, and whether or not that type of humor is interesting to you or not. Okay. Because it can be rather childish. But one thing that I do like about the show is that it's based on a community college. So they have, so it's it's based on a school school schedule. So it, I think it has like six seasons, but every season has the same um things that it hits. So like they always have a Halloween party. They always have like a we just came back from Christmas break. They okay. always have like um the end of the year thing, Valentine's Day. Like every season is formatted the same, but the friendship group has grown and changed and and yeah. Okay. So, so but I think watch the watch first episode to see if you even if you're even interested so in I the have, type of humor. Full disclosure, I've watched Community, but I didn't really give it a chance. I think I watched like maybe like half an episode and was like. It didn't. I didn't end up going back, but I will. I will give it a chance because you suggested it. This is not we. When we were talking about this, you just asked me, "What do you watch?" And I'm like, "Oh, I watch the same things over That's and over true. again." I've watched that was not a show that I'm like, "Oh, I think RJ would like this." Like the way I said, uh, you had already watched it, but I saw the Good Place and knew oh, yeah, that yeah, you. Yeah. And the fe- Good Place is my shit. Right, I, I love, love that show as well. Place. I watched that several times as well, but. Community is, I don't know how you're going to feel about it. I don't, I'm, it's not one of those things where I'm like, oh, this, yeah, RJ's going to like this. But you just asked me what I watch, and I just happen to have watched Community from start so, to end four times. Wow. Uh, so the show that I've watched is my, like, go-to comedy show is probably The Big Bang Theory. Because there are parts in it that, like, I identify with. Because also, all of the motherfuckers on there have mental health issues. Every are last one Are there any of black people? And that's very hard for me. Yeah, I, 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 which is why I never suggested it, friend. I know you. It's 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 very hard for me. Um. Oh, but I did have an anime recommendation for you because we did talk about that. Yes. So what is going to happen is Roxanne is going to go and watch three episodes of whatever anime that I suggest to her, and then she's going to come back and give y'all a review. That's That's what's supposed to happen. So... Okay, before I make, I have, I have like two things in my head. The typical thing that everyone starts, that everyone starts women off with is, uh, is um, Death Note. We're not going to do that. That's simple. It's boring. 
We're not going to do that. It's a good show. It's a great show. I think you'd probably enjoy it. We're not going to start there. What I would like to start you with is Promised Neverland. Promised Neverland? Do I start from season one, episode start one? Start from season one, episode one. What is it on? Uh, I believe it might even be on Netflix at this point. So you're going to give that a shot. Yeah. We'll see. We gonna and I'm going to come back and tell you guys what happened in those first few episodes. Who knows? Maybe I'll watch the whole first season or something. Because You might. If I loved it. And I'll just be able to come back and tell y'all what happened since y'all like to hear me talk about nerd shit that I don't really know what the hell is going on. Anyway. It's hilarious whenever you talk about nerd things. You just be saying shit. And I'd be like, that don't even sound. That sounds like halfway right. Like, yeah, I don't know what I'm talking about. Okay, that makes sense. I because this was I was it was off, just slightly. <laughs> um. So yeah. So that's all I had for the uh, not hot topics, but I guess like topics. Um. So we're gonna take a slight break and then we're gonna come back. All right, gang. Welcome back. Um. This week we are going to do. Okay, wait. I did have one quick thing for what chip my nail polish this week. Okay. It doesn't require a whole lot. I just want to tell people to stop all lives mattering different situations. Like, don't come into other people's spaces trying to monopolize or make shit about you when it's not about you. I made a yes. very specific post. Someone someone left a comment on one of my videos saying that I was giving strong black woman and I put a bunch of puking emojis because I do not like to be called that. And a guy, someone else responded to that comment and was like genuinely asking. I didn't feel like it was any disrespect from him or anything. He was just like, as a black man, why don't you want to be called a strong black woman? Like, what's wrong with that? So I made a video explaining it. And a few, quite a few white women came into the comments talking about, yeah, that's right. Like, I agree because we don't want to be strong. Bitch, girl, this is not about you. It is not the same thing. That is not what we're talking about. Because what I'm and talking is about is something space. very specific. It is very specific. And I, it's it's in the comment that's on the screen. It's in the caption. And I say it several times in the video. We are simply not talking to you. There is a time and place for everything. And if you ever want to express your concerns, please make a video about it. Because that was a conversation that you were having about the black community. Because it says strong black woman. So we're clearly talking about blackness and black people. And there is an expectation that black women are to be strong. Yeah, no one. And then so some one person, someone commented or replied to one of the white women and was like, um, I don't know. They said something, but someone said, you don't ever hear strong white woman. That's not a thing. Some man, of course, was like, that's because where we live white is considered the standard so they don't need that like but i don't disagree with that yeah that's an accurate but statement I, I also have never heard strong hispanic woman i've never heard you're such a strong asian woman i've such never a heard latino woman you're such a strong japanese woman i've never heard any of that so it only applies to us so i don't even want to get into that the issue that the what chipped my nail polish for this week is y'all have to understand this, the exact same thing happened where tons of people was getting on this white woman's ass when I made a video very specifically saying, look, if you are not black, do not ever under any circumstances feel like my space is a safe place for you to say nigga because it's not. 
I'm not telling you not to say it around whoever gives you a pass or whatever, but I don't give a fuck what you do. But when you are in my space, you are not allowed to say that. I will block you. And you don't have to care about being blocked or not, but I'm going to protect my peace. And that disturbs me. Yeah. And then some, some white woman came in the comments telling me about how we all need to band together to disarm the patriarchy or something. Girl, that is this, not the conversation we were that, having. That's not Girl, what we're talking you. about. Stop trying to include yourself in things that don't have anything to do with you. So we don't have to go into it anymore. That that we, was just we need not we need not because because. But I feel like see when I sometimes I'm like okay I don't really want to have these conversations because I want to appeal to a large audience. I don't I make content for people who look like me. I have a target audience, but any tons of people can enjoy it. But yes. when I make my content, I do have a specific. I make content for Black women. That is who I have in mind because that is who relates to me more than anybody else is mm-hmm. Black women. But there are always going to be times where other people, men and um, enjoy, like, I uh, like that races, you enjoy that you can enjoy and appreciate and also relate. But I make it for a specific thing. So don't try to come into other people's spaces and making shit about you. Use your context clues. Listen, a good clue is if someone repeatedly says a specific demographic, <laughs> that's probably who they're talking to or about. So don't try and change it. Make your own. Yes, things need to be done. There are all. There's always mm-hmm. something that can change. Mm-hmm. Now is not the time to talk about that. Yep. Moving on. We're doing a draft this week. Yes. Of Denzel Washington movies. And I feel like of the drafts that we've done in the past, I don't feel like we've had very much overlap. I feel like there's been. Oh, there's going to be some overlap. Yeah, I feel like there has been a few times where I might have taken one that you were going to say. You took one that I was going to say something. But I feel like because it's very specific. And and because Denzel Washington has been acting for I think longer than we've been alive, <laughs> has he? I don't. Does he not have stuff? Hold on. Well, I was born in ninety one. You were born in eighty nine. Eighty eight. Eighty eight. So probably not. I, but I know he has movies from like the early nineties when I was either born or uh, an infant. So I don't know how far before that. Okay, I'm looking it up now to figure out because it's like the very first movie he ever did. Yes, he does have movies from before I was alive. Yeah. So like the first movie that I see here is 1984. So four years before I was born. Yeah. Denzel Washington was making was already making movies and shit. So um, but we don't even for the most we don't even know how we although he has such a large catalog because he's been doing it for so long. Mm -hmm. We still have limited choices because of what we've been exposed to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I do feel like we'll have some overlap. So, damn it, we should have got... Do you have a coin or something? How are we going to... You want rock, paper, scissors? We'll rock, paper. Two out of three or just the first one? Uh, Let's go... We'll do first one. Okay. okay. Wait. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Okay. Yeah. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Okay, you go first. Rock, paper, scissors. I won. So oh, you so go... You, oh, yeah, I go first. Yeah, Sorry, go first. I was Unless you say. want me to go first. No, no, no. no. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm going to go first. Um, I'm so nervous. I really wanted to go first. <laughs> okay. So, right off the rip, I'm going to take Malcolm X. Okay. That was on my list, but it wasn't number one. So, okay. Are you, um, do you have yours in order so we can remember? Um, we always try to do a summary at the end and I always end up forgetting. So, I'm going to try yeah, to Yeah, I'm, order. so what I'm, yeah. Okay. I'm going to have who I, what I have. Yeah. Okay. Malcolm X. Great choice. That was on my list. It was not number one, but it was on my list. Out the gate, training day. Damn. Okay. I'm going to go with Remember the Titans. He had so many lines in that movie. I I, I thought that that was going to be your number one. 
Yeah, no. I I knew that you would expect that, which is why I didn't put it there. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Next, John Q. Motherfucker, because I was exactly favorite i love that movie movie. and especially as we're dealing with like things with the healthcare system now that movie becomes even more like shut out this shit down bro (laughs) stop fucking playing with me i kill anybody over my kids what are we talking about okay so you got john q i'm gonna go with one of the movies that actually made me want to be a mental health professional and it's i'm taking it a little early but i want to make sure it's there okay antoine fisher also on my list (laughs) (laughs) but it was but it was on my list it was not in my top five it was i had it as a backup in case you took something of mine so let me remove it um my number three is fences fences definitely like i watched fences fences came out and my father i think had passed i think the summer because when did fences come out but yeah, Fences came out 2016. My pops died in 2016. So I went to go watch that movie whenever it was that that movie came out. And at the end, when they blew the horn, oh, I cried. Yeah. Oh, I cried in the movie theater. Like, like I love the movie Fences, um, but the acting. Like, I love the plot of the movie. So, so but as someone who took acting classes, who did acting for a while, I did mostly theater, but I did do some film. Um, the acting. And I feel like Fences was one of the first times we have ever seen anybody outshine Denzel in one of those. Mon- you know how he does in his monologues. He, in every movie, he has one. Viola said, not the fuck today. I've been standing here with you. I was like, <laughs> not the fuck today. That just made, it makes me so the acting is just, Oh my gosh. Because also parts of that character reminded me of my father. Yeah. And parts of her character reminded me of my mother. And I was just like, yo. Yeah. It, hmm. You did say your daddy trapped her. I did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've been standing here with you. Okay. So what, what, what have you got so far? I have Training Day, John Q, and Fences. And I have Malcolm X, Remember the Titans, Antoine Fisher. And I'm going to go with American Gangster. Oh, no. <laughs> I wanted it so bad. I knew you did. I was like, you're not going to get all the gangster movies. You already got Training Day. I'm not going to let you have that I one, I wanted it so bad. I love that movie down because you got to blot that shit. shit. alpaca Alpaca. he's coked up all the motherfucking time (laughs) oh i'm hurt i'm hurt i should have said it earlier i'm hurt but what i couldn't put about no goddamn police he was so live in that movie damn i'm hurt okay all right so my number four is flight because i'm drunk right now (laughs) flight was a really good movie crazy Flight was a really good movie. Okay. So uh, what are we going? How many are we doing? Five. Just five? Yep. There's so many more on here that I want to choose. But I'm going to go. The fourth. The. Hold on. I got to look at when this movie came out. One second. Because I got to get the age accurate. Because this movie gave me an awakening. Okay, so the 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 ten year old boy and me that should not have been watching this movie, don't say it, don't say it. 
He got gay. <laughs> God damn it. Yo. No. He I'm got so gamers. Is this what was coming out of my mouth next? Yeah. I, I, I thought it might be. That's why I wanted to go first. I really wanted to go first. So what you so now Out of time? You gonna go out of time? Okay. I thought you might go with uh th- that's your final answer, right? That's my final answer. Okay. I thought you might have gone with one of the action movies like Book of Eli or That was good. Or the Equalizer. Safe House. I don't think I've ever seen Safe House. Safe House. Safe House was good. Safe House also had Ryan Reynolds in it. I don't know. And Denzel did some too close to good. Denzel <laughs> Denzel just shot somebody like dude was already down and bleeding out and Denzel just goes pop and you like Oh, this is different. That's my when favorite part of him. Bro, game. when he's when he's about to oh, when he just shoots a dude in, at the, in beginning, the middle of the street. Oh, when he set the first like ten seconds of American Gangster, he sets someone on fire and then shoots them. They was already gonna die. Like low key, you're being merciful by shooting them as they're on fire because yeah, dying dying by burning alive. I'd rather be shot. Cra- yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't ever want to die in a fire. That's not a, that's not a thing I want. But I thought you was gonna go with one of those, or the other thing I thought you was gonna go with was like one of the older like um, Glory. Uh, I thought you was gonna go with one of the Spike Lee movies, like Mo Better Blues or Devil in a Blue Dress. I've never seen either one of those, and I know that I, Devil in a Blue Dress I don't think I've ever even heard of, but Mo Better Blues I know I should have seen that, but I have not. I saw Mo Better Blues. Mo Better Blues is it's 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 it's. An I did enjoy movie. Out of Time though, but I really wanted a. Uh, I really wanted he got game because I told you that it was literally like five years ago that I realized that Jesus Shuttlesworth was not a real person. <laughs> but I had never seen the movie. Have you? Seen, I had never seen the movie. I had and then all, you saw the movie, and then I saw the yeah, and I saw Ray Allen playing him, and I and I realized what was going on. But okay, I yeah, it, I didn't. I saw he got game for, for the first time maybe like five or six years ago, and I had always heard the name Jesus Shuttlesworth as a basketball player. But I and I knew that it was a movie, but I thought it was like a biography. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Um, I'm just through. Okay, so read off all of yours. You have through my phone out of anger. <laughs> I have Training Day, John Q, Fences, Flight, and Out of Time. God damn. That's a that's a that's a starting five, goddamn. Mm-hmm. And I got Malcolm X, Remember the Titans, Antoine Fisher, American Gangster, and he got game. Yeah. Denzel is a hell of an actor. Are you about to say he's not? Are you about to disagree? I think that he's great, but I don't think he has a lot of range. I feel like Denzel plays the same person in every movie with a different hat on. And it wasn't like, I feel like the roles that are okay. The movie that made me feel like that, I think it was magnificent seven. Okay. I feel this is this don't feel like he belong here. Like I don't know, this just don't feel like like the acting is good, but this feels like another Denzel Washington character, but in the West. He so Denzel does there are certain movies where I think that's that's an accurate depiction, but 
a lot of his characters are different. They're just so minutely different that it's like this might as well have been the same character. Yeah, They're, that's what I'm saying. It's a different hat. He doesn't like, have, it's a different font. Okay, question: Who do you think is about? James hold Fox. on. Hold on. Sorry. Tell me, have you? You know, I'm a stand though. Okay, no. Okay, so you had because we were because let's get through this because we're gonna have to clip this. So you had. You went first. Yeah, and you had. You went first. Okay, so I had Malcolm X. I had Training Day. Oh, okay. I thought we were going back to that. No, no, no. So I had Malcolm X. Remember the Titans. Antoine Fisher, American Gangster, and he got game. Mm -hmm. And you had Training Day. John Q, Fences, Flight, Out of Time. Okay. So in the comment section, y'all tell us who won. Okay. Now, so you think Jamie Foxx is a better actor than Denzel Washington? I think Jamie Foxx has more range. I, de- I definitely think Jamie Foxx has more range because anybody that can do comedy has more range. Because so, um, I mean, I've never seen the Denzel do comedy. The doesn't necessarily matter. I feel like, yes, I feel like Jamie Foxx has more range. Okay. Um... I feel but like do you think he's a better actor than Denzel. I think that's that's tough for me to say because I feel like in um why well, can get, get ready to call him uh, Malcolm X in Denzel Washington's most comfortable role. I think he's he. I'm biased. I'm going Jamie Fox. I, I'm I'm saying yes. Okay. I'm saying yes. I feel like Jamie Foxx so is a better actor. So than I don't Washington. even compare them to, and it's probably slightly because of age. I don't compare them, but and also to me, Jamie just doesn't have the catalog that Denzel has. Like we just named off ten movies mm-hmm. that his top five is better than. Like if, if we talk, either one of those fives is better than most people's entire filmography. Um, but who do you feel had, do you feel like Denzel Washington played a better Malcolm X or Jamie Foxx played a better Ray? Because I feel like Jamie Foxx played a better Ray than Denzel Washington played Malcolm X. I think I think Jamie was better in Ray, but the reason he was better in Ray was because like Jamie straight up like transformed for Ray and put on the prosthetics and did all the things. So yeah, Jamie... Jamie got that. I think Malcolm X is a more... Okay. I also think Ray is just a better movie. So that's that's part of it. But if I was to talk about, like, actors that are in the same category as Denzel, mm-hmm. when I think about white actors, I'm thinking about the Al Pacinos, the De Niro's. Um, when I think about... I don't know them enough. Okay. But in my experience with them, I feel like they play the same character over and over again. So, the, but a lot of people play the same character over and over. Because a lot of these motherfuckers can't. Act. But so, okay. But before we get mm-hmm. Samuel Jackson is the person I think of okay. when I think of when I compare to to. No, I think that's good. Denzel, because he has range too, and he has range. He can do funny. Yes, because you the dog, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this asshole. <laughs> That was Bernie Mac who said, you dog motherfucker, but that's one of my favorite scenes. I was thinking about coming to America. Look at this asshole. I was thinking about um, Soul Brothers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When he was in there, when Samuel Jackson was in there pretending to be that damn dog. (laughs) 
But no, that's a good one because he has the range too. But see, this is what you get into when you start talking about better because better is subjective because what's important to you when you're thinking about what makes a good actor is different than me. Range is extremely important to yep. me. You know who used to be my favorite actor? Johnny Depp. Range out the ass. Range out the ass, but 90% of them are crazy. So is it? <laughs> he so plays playing a, himself. <laughs> he plays a variety of crazy. But it's all still crazy. It's all very eccentric. Like you, but but it is still a a range because the same person played Edward Scissorhands, Captain Jack, Jack Sparrow. Sparrow, and that weird ass Willy Wonka. That's all one person, but they were all crazy. <laughs> you know who? You know who has real? Who also has real range? Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. That motherfucker got her range. Yeah. The He's fact in, that he he has a movie in my top five. Oh, for real? What's the movie? Shutter Island. Never seen it. Ooh, I love that movie down. Is it better than... uh, um, Inception? Mm -hmm. I don't think it's a better movie than Inception, but for my taste and what, and like my type of movie, it was, I prefer it. I don't, I think Inception is probably the better movie. And it has a very similar, I love movies that end and you don't really know what the ending was. The way of Inception. Okay, so do you, in Inception, do you think that he was dreaming or do you think that... I have no idea and I don't want to have an idea. <laughs> That's fair. But but Shutter Island ends very similarly. Okay. So I do think that Inception is probably the better movie, but we're talking about just personal favorites. I love the plot of Shutter Island. It's, okay. Yeah, preferred. I'm here for it. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very biased when it comes to Jamie Foxx. I always have been. I was talking to somebody about that recently, and, you know, with all the stuff that's going on with him now, with him being sick and nobody actually really knowing what's going on and how he is, I was talking to my friend his about wife it. Was, uh, sorry, not his wife. His daughter was like, yo, he's fine. He's fine. Right. Y'all tripping. Like, don't let these people lie to y'all. But um, you know how, like, when stuff happens, that's when people start, like, mm-hmm. oh, he, yeah. So I was talking to my homegirl, and she was kind of like, she was like, oh, yeah, he's so talented, blah, blah, blah. And I went and pulled out my phone. One thing I love about Twitter is how easy it is to just put your name in any word. That's how people be That's how people be finding shit on Twitter because it's so easy to just put your, your at in any word and it'll pull up every tweet that you, that you have that has that. So I, I looked it up in my phone and it goes as far back as to 2013 with me consistently saying, Jamie Foxx damn near perfect. Since 2013, I have been a stan. I am telling you, I have been a fan. Like, this is not new. I've been a huge fan of Jamie Foxx for a very long time. Okay. All that, Jamie Foxx learned how to dance, it's over for you niggas. We don't know that he don't know how to dance. And and if I could have any person sing at my wedding, it would be Jamie Foxx. And I would want him to sing, boo, will you marry the kid? We'll have some little boos running around the crib. Asking for some breast milk, but I get first dibs. I, I get, I get. <laughs> did your, did your husband ever try your breast milk? Yeah, he took a shot of it. He took a shot? I, I squeezed it right into a shot glass. And also when we went to Vegas to get married. I'm not even tripping over the fact that like he, that, that he had breast milk. The fact that he took a shot of it is crazy to me. For yeah, no, when. Okay, this is funny because when we went to Vegas to go and get married, I was still breastfeeding. And so I took my pump we're on the plane. When I got there, my pump was dead. And so my boobs were like 
sore and hurting and i was just like i have to get this milk out but my pump is dead so i was like you're gonna have to come you're gonna have to come get this out for me and he did but i was like this shit feels childish like this feels like a game like get the fuck off me like i'm serious right now this feel like you trying to play so i i had to like do it myself i had to squeeze it out oh i, I have done that though i had on that same trip like i had to get it out Cause I kept, I kept filling up and I want, you want to keep moving breast milk. You have to keep moving it. That's how your body knows to keep making it. Mm-hmm. So that's why people, women who are breastfeeding and they pump, they have to pump on a schedule even yeah. when they're away from the baby. So your body knows to keep making it. So we're out, we're going from one casino to the next. I'm going to the bathroom right quick. Got to pop a boob in my mouth, get the milk out, spit it out. And I'm back on the floor going to gamble. I wasn't saving none of that milk. That was heathen milk. I was not giving that milk to my baby. Baby be drunk. <laughs> drunk. And, and in Vegas, baby, high as hell. <laughs> Come back, my baby. So, yeah. Yeah, no, that's crazy. Um, there was something else I want to talk about, but I think the ADHD picked that thought up and, and like, ran threw it across the it. room. That's fine. Um, so, yeah. But we do have a question of the week because I was proactive and I decided to make a Love a that. Um, so the question of the week for this one was, what is the best or worst question that you've been asked on a first day? And when I, I'm going to say this, some people didn't even like, they answered the question, but they didn't tell me whether that was the best or worst question. And I was like, now we don't know. This is just a question that you were asked. I don't know what's happening. So I'm going to go through all that. Um, and we're going to see where we're at. So what is the best or worst question you were asked on a date? This is the first one. What's the what's your five year plan? Maybe I should play. I mean, maybe I try to figure out if it's if that was probably. Let's do that. That's that's way more fun. I feel like that's probably they maybe they feel like who who was it a man or a woman? Um, do you know? Do you have it in front of you? If not, it's okay. I don't have it in front of okay. me. Okay, it's okay. Um, I'm gonna say that's probably the best question. That is a horrible question. Don't ask me no shit like that on a first date. I don't even know if I like you enough to like to like. Go on a second date, and you want to know about all of my future plans? Yeah, because they may not even include you yet. What are we doing? I hate that question. It would piss me off. I don't know. I think it depends on what, like, they're different type of. I was literally listening to a podcast on my way over here where they were talking about the different type of daters, and there are like commitment daters, like, yeah, straight out the bat. Do you want kids? What are you planning on doing for the, like, where where do you want to live? All this so, right out the gate. So and if they're one of those people, then it, then it could be a good thing. So I don't mind talking about, like, what I want out of the future, but talking about specific timelines. Also, I have ADHD. I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. Okay, so, but that's a you thing that they don't yeah. yet know. <laughs> like, I don't, like, that, that question, I didn't like it. I thought it was a bad question. Um, okay. That's not the right thing. That is the, what's the best lie you've ever told. Okay. Um, what is the best or worst question you have been asked on a date? What was the last book you read? I don't really be reading books like that, so that's embarrassing. They can't ask me. I'm be like smut. I, I, last thing I read was smut. It was. It was. I'm currently reading. Um, what's it called? Hold on. I'm currently reading. You be reading books or listening to them? Uh, both. Um, I'm currently reading Radiant Sun by Katie Roberts. It's in the it's in the Dark Olympus series. I fell in love with the first one. She did Hades and Persephone, and Hades is my favorite uh, Greek god. 
That's the one to control Aries, right? No. Oh, I thought I I I wouldn't know. I thought you told me that. Aries controls Aries. Hades controls. Hades is the patron of Scorpios. Oh. I thought I don't know. I thought you told me that. I wouldn't know. I don't. You don't know about that. Um. What was the worst or best question that you've ever been asked on a date? What that mouth do? Me, talk back. Per. Um, wow. I'm assuming that's a bad question. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> the fact that you had to think about it so I was like, I don't know. She was. She's like, and her follow up sentence was, uh, "People have no decorum." Okay, so yeah, bad question. Um, what is the best or worst question you've ever been asked on a date? He invited me to spend the night, but he didn't have a bed. So the question is, do you want to sleep on my floor? I I mean, some people are into that. Like, you could be a hippie or fairly rustic. We are too old for that. My back. Oh, yeah. At, <laughs> at this age? Hell nah. At 22? At 22, if Shorty invites me over to the crib and she ain't got no bed, my 22-year-old brain is like, I don't care. Like, my brain's not even fully no formed problem. yet. Like, ain't a, no, problem. ain't no problem. You got a couch? Got a pallet? <laughs> Bro, there was where one do you girl, sleep? Usually, dog, there was one girl. I remember I went to her apartment and there was no furniture in her apartment ever. I had to like catch myself because I was like, "Am I being set up?" This is, I, there wasn't plastic on the floor or anything like that, so I was like, "I'm not going to get murdered immediately." <laughs> but like, what is happening? That was all me she at had. One point. All she had in her house was a bed. That was me at one point. But there was you inviting people over. Really? Mm-hmm. It's so much easier for women. Yeah. Because men don't care. Our brain, no, like, we, easy. we, I we say that every do episode. not care. Like, and I and I think about that now, and I was like, if I go to a girl's apartment, if I would, if me and little one, me, so me and little one are open, if I were to go on a date with a girl and go back to her apartment, and she ain't had no furniture, if little one didn't have no furniture in her, I'm not, we're not doing this. Yeah, but like you said, you're at your big grown age now. I was yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. early 20s when that was me, but. Um, that's gonna be next week's question what's what's something that was not a red flag in your 20s that is definitely a red flag now that you're in your 30s um so that's gonna be the next question uh what's the best or worst thing you've been asked on a first date if i know how to fight two years (laughs) and i needed to (laughs) Two years and I needed to up and fight him. Um, <laughs> said, oh, wow, we just admitted this domestic violence in the DMs. That's what we. God damn, I know it's anonymous, but Jesus, <laughs> what are we? What are we doing? How did we get here? Okay, asking wait. somebody, can you fight on a first date? Is why? Because how does that even come up? <laughs> you trying to think of circumstances which you can come up? Cause I, yo, I got yo, cause my baby mama, she be tripping, and just I just in case you gotta defend yourself. Like I'm not, I'm not asking if you just go out and start shit, but if you need to defend yourself, can you? <laughs> yo, dead ass though. Like, hey, hey, get your shit together. You work on them hands, right? Let, you know what? Call me back. <laughs> we took a kickboxing class. You, 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 you don't be doing road work. No road work. <laughs> 
Um, Everybody in my family do all work. And that just reminded me of that sound. It's like, you gonna take perks? <laughs> <laughs> you want a perk? Oh, you don't do perks? <laughs> <laughs> you gonna be beating bitches up? No, no, no. I guess. Sorry. Right. So you just get beat up then. Is what you're <laughs> like, no, nigga, I don't be fighting at all. I'm too damn old for that. You never know when you when the fisticuffs got to come out. Hey. Apparently, I look like I be beating niggas up, so. Apparently, it's the Bob. I'm telling you, it's this Bob. I had this Bob when I when the very first person told me that. But right now? I'm not above. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> now I got the hiccups. Look at y'all. Anywho. Okay. What is the best or worst question that you've been asked on a first date? What's your past trauma? That's kind of heavy for a first date. It's extremely heavy for a first date. Because I don't even know you for you to like, for me to give you all that information. And how much time do we have? This this date is supposed to be like, how much time should be spent together on a first date? Because that's like a 12-hour conversation. Like me and my therapist didn't even get to that until like the third or fourth session. And now you want to talk about. I also think first dates are are different now because a lot of people meet on social media. So it's like you kind of go in with preconceived notions already if you met someone right, and then um, I haven't been on a first date in a minute. Um, The last first, the last first date that I went on was with Cheesy Fries, but we talked like consistently for like a maybe it was like four days before we actually went out. It's very rare that you're like being set up on a blind date completely right, that you blind don't know or you haven't like talked to them on social media yeah, first so y'all already or, have. or that you like met somebody out at a bar got their phone number and you weren't like texting them right and then Bef- like before you actually went on the date so there are things that could come up more casually yeah yeah um what's the best or worst question you've been asked on a first date how do you know who the isley brothers are like what song or like he? How do you know who the Is- Isley Brothers are? I don't. I wouldn't even know how to. I would have so many. If somebody asked, it was me like that, a song came on. I think, and she was like, "Oh, that's the Isley Brothers." And he said, "Why do you know? Because I listen to music. What do you mean? What?" So, at the context, he was twenty eight. She was twenty two. I just feel. I feel like that is such an odd question. I get. The meaning, yeah. But but the words, how do you know who they are? How the fuck do you want me to answer that, bro? I listen to music. I don't. How else would I? What other what, answer? There's is no there? other way for me to answer this question <laughs> other than like, I just answer in the affirmative. Like, what are we talking about? Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Um, what is the best or worst question you've been asked on a first date? Do you believe in demon possession? Whoa. Are you a demon? That's that was my immediate thought. Like, what is none of the none of the things that popped into my head after that question was asked are good things? Because immediately my brain went, I have to say yes in order for this demon to possess me. Like you, like you are a demon, and you know how like, like they say vampires can't come into your house, like they have to be invited in. Yeah. Like I have to say that I believe in this, and you are a demon, and you are about to possess me. Like that, that's. <laughs> Wow, friend. Okay. I I mean Because why the fuck would you ask me that? Do I believe in demon possession? 
That are you possessed? Like yeah, like are, are you possessed? You're trying to possess me. Nothing good happens after that statement. What is the best or worst question that you've been asked on a date? That if, hold on. Um, if we were to get into a serious relationship, would you be okay with my mom sleeping in the bed with us at times? Hello, police. <laughs> I knew it was coming. Bro, I said, I said, I said, I'm cool. That's not even funny. That's terrifying. Yeah, which is why I called the police immediately. <laughs> that is not, that's not at all funny. Sleeping in the bed with, with you. Me. What are we talking about? I will burn. I barely want to share bad. the bed with one other person consistently. You talking about. I don't want to sleep in the bed with my mama. Let alone your mom. Yo mama. Bro, get out of here. And you. And even if there was some situation where I need to sleep in the bed with my mama, why would you be there? If if your if, mama old and she don't look like she got good bladder control. So I don't I don't I don't want this. Because now we gotta go buy one of them sh- them protecting sheets. I don't even know if they make them for king size beds because they're for children. So now you gotta put them on this bed. I'm sure they do. No, because now she got to wear a diaper. She got to wear a diaper when she gets in bed. Why are we having? Why are we having discussions about grown ass people wearing diapers and getting in bed with us? That in is bed with crazy. Us. What what reason do she got sleep apnea? Get a CPAP. Like wh- why do you need to be Biden in the apparently bed? Got one. Huh? I saw that today. Biden apparently sleeps with a sleep machine. I don't know that Biden knows what year it is. How did he get elected, bro? Not that because well we looked at the alternative, but also like bro. Somebody pointed out that we literally are like, oh, people can't work and they can't drive because they're old. Yet they run the fucking country. Crazy. Bro, people like like we let them stay on the Supreme Court. Till they die. That's crazy. We didn't think that through when we did that. We didn't we didn't at all think that through. But yeah, I don't I can't I can't think of any possible reason where me, you and your mama would need to be in a bed. Not one. Not one. Not any like I don't even just not even sleep. Just why are we all in the bed? Even if there was something on TV that we all wanted to watch. Somebody need to be sitting in the chair. Why are all three of us in the bed at the same time? No, absolutely not. And I'm calling the police. I'm calling the authorities. I, I absolutely refuse. It's, it's not for me. It's not a thing that it's I not, participated no, in. No, no. It's not for anyone. People are weird. No, it's not for anyone. And I, I refuse. I cannot. Was that all of them? Yep. That was the last one. Okay. Do you have any other things you want to cover before we get out of here? Um, you paused like you had something to say, friend. Yeah, because you know, I'm bored. Oh, <laughs> I don't like that sound. I don't like the sound of that. <laughs> I made a video about this. I don't think I ever put that video on TikTok, but I did put it on Instagram. But um, I feel like the majority of the people who are watching or listening to this, it is because you follow one or both of us mm-hmm. on social media. If it is me that you follow, if you see me in anybody's comments being thirsty, mind your fucking business. Mind your business. I understand that it's a public comment, but I was talking to him. I left a comment. This is a while ago because I made a video about it because this actually happened. Orion, Omarion's brother, posted a video and I left a comment. Saying that I wanted him to stuff me like a turkey. Why are you 
Why are you sending me that? I know Why what I were said. You, that was you. Don't have no decorum. We just got through talking about decorum, and no you don't coup. have none. Mind your business. I was talking to him. What did the people in the comment section say? No, somebody sent it to me and was like, "Why are you wilding?" <laughs> was it an actual friend? Because if it wasn't a friend, that's weird. No, it was somebody who just followed me. Because I thought it was like like Nola or Mimi. Because if Nola or Mimi, I'd be like, "That's hilarious." No, it was somebody who just followed me, and they're like, "Bro," <laughs> and it, they're like, "But why did they send you the comment? Why they didn't just comment under be like, "Yo, you wilding?" Because I, I, maybe they didn't want to bring attention to it. And I and all I responded was, "You need to mind your business." <laughs> <laughs> and then I went and made a video about it. Y'all need to mind, you need to mind your business. Bro, TikTok makes it so easy to create content because there's so many things, like the way that you can respond to a comment, mm-hmm. the way that you can That's stitch. one thing Facebook doesn't have. Instagram, you can respond, you can reply uh, to a comment with, with a, a video. video. Can you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do it. I've, I've, I do it. That video that today that I made about uh, the strong black woman was in a reply on Instagram. Oh. Facebook, you cannot do that yet, but yeah, you can on Instagram. Uh, Instagram now has duetting and stitching, so but and on on Instagram you can stitch. Uh, you know TikTok is only five seconds. You can do as much as the video as you want. Oh really? Like it it gives you the whole video and then you. That's can a edit. game changer. Yeah, I don't. I kind of like. Maybe it's just because I don't really like change, but I kind of like the idea of having to limit it because. I have to find the part of the video that I actually want to talk about right. and then put that through. And and you have I feel like you have to be a little bit more creative. Yeah. But um, or you've got to fucking uh green screen the entire fucking thing and then like right and who wants to do all that? But you know, but um, yeah, I'm I'm bored and I don't know what I'm about to do. I know I just literally on the last episode said I just want to be single, which I do, but at the same time, you mean on the last episode that we recorded yesterday? yesterday. Yeah, um, you're reconsidering that already. <laughs> Oh, yeah, they're, they're hearing this a week later but this is but literally like 24 like, hours ago no i'm not reconsidering it i still do want to do that i just know that it's going to be hard because i am bored learn a hobby what learn a give me one hobby needlepoint what the fuck is it working out huh I gave you two different hobbies, and you just looked at me like the first one. I asked the genuine question: "What the fuck is that?" Needlepoint, uh, like um, crochet. I crochet my hair. Well, you would do it with cloth, knitting. Knit? Do I seem like an old white lady? Do I seem like Elise Mercy? <laughs> Have you seen it? Elise is knitting, crocheting. She's making all these little animals and stuff. They come out. So Bro, cute, but... little one wants to get into knitting. Yeah, no, I'm I'm good. I would rather get into a nigga. So. I think I think I want to be. I'm struggling between wanting to be single and wanting to be boy crazy, or or just wanting. I think maybe I just want to flirt with a whole bunch of people pointlessly. So I'm I'm cool with flirting. Flirting yeah. is fine. Yeah, I think I just want to flirt with. I'm a not whole good at it, but yeah, I am. I believe that. I got game. Even like I think I got actual game. Whenever I do want to hit on a nigga, now I don't know if it's because I got game or because I'm fine or and niggas is easy. So I don't. <laughs> it's, a, it's an amalgamation. I have a high success rate, but I don't know how much of that is actually because of the effort that I yeah, put yeah, in, yeah. or just because niggas is easy. That's real. And I make them and I make them laugh. Do you do you think that 
men are attracted to me because I'm funny because they are shocked that someone, because I look, for lack of better words, the way I look and I'm funny. Like, I feel like a lot of times women comedians are not, I think that they, I think like some, there are some that I think that are like, of course, that are just are just fine. But I feel like more times, a lot of times I grew up on a lot of female comedians that were very self-deprecating. They got up there and they made fun of themselves a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot of times for their parents and, and all of those type of things. So that I, I, someone told me that I am even funnier because they were not expecting me to be funny. I think being attractive makes it harder for you to be funny. For real, for real funny. A lot of the time. Why? Because, like, people don't want to laugh at the attractive person. They want to fuck the attractive person. I think it makes it hard. Like, when we look at some of the best comedians that we've had, they're not the most attractive. Yeah. Yeah. But I think the fact that I am actually funny. Yeah. And I look good. It makes me more funny because they weren't expecting it. I don't know. I'm not a nigga. I don't know. I'm, Is I'm it problematic that I think some of the best humor comes out of trauma? No. People literally daily in my comments ask, why are you like this? And I respond, trauma. trauma. LOL trauma, period. That's <laughs> how I feel. Hmm. Yeah, no, that's definitely. Where most of my poems from. came from, too. So, yeah, you know, we're we, we right here. This is a defense mechanism. Mm-hmm. It helps me heal. It, yeah, no, this is all, all of those this, things. But it all comes from trauma. Absolutely. Okay. We good? Yeah. There's nothing else you want to cover? No. Because you know I have a thing about saying goodbye and then starting a whole other conversation. No, nope, I'll be fine. I'll okay. All right. Well, thank y'all for tuning in. Thank y'all for staying to the end. We greatly appreciate you. Again, like the video, uh, like the podcast, subscribe, leave a follow. We greatly appreciate you. And we will see y'all back here next week. Have a good time. Bye.